Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm 76 and lonely. I got you. Okay. Okay. Are you handy with a computer? Yes. Have you thought about uh, a dating service? This is the plaintiff, Joseph Cardamone. He says he made a deal with the defendant that if she spent four days a week with him, cleaned for him, and cooked, he would buy her a cell phone. He kept up his end of the bargain, but the defendant never spent any time with him. He feels like a foolish old man now. But what's fair is fair, and he's suing for the return of the $650 he's owed. This is the defendant, Danielle Spotto. She says the plaintiff's upset. She doesn't like him romantically. That's why he's suing her. He bought her the phone as a birthday gift. And when she missed a few of his calls, he went bananas and filed this lawsuit. Bottom line, she doesn't owe this man a dime. She's accused of being a phoner phony. All parties, please use your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see to come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, Joseph Cardamone, you are That's suing you Danielle. my name properly. Okay, <laughs> you are suing Danielle Spado for $650, the cost of a phone and screen protector in case that, according to you, she was only supposed to get if she spent some time with you. Okay, spent tell me what's going cleaned on. cleaned and cooked for me. Spend time, clean and cook. Okay. Right. All right, so <laughs> no free ride. All right, so tell me, what happened here? How did you two meet? I've known Danielle for years. My wife passed away about uh, in, in 2012. Sorry and to hear I that. was lonely, and I knew Danielle because her, her former friend was renting an apartment for me, and she used to visit. Town told me I can't rent the apartment anymore, so I took it over. And in the meantime, we struck up a relationship. How? And, what kind of relationship? Uh, like I say, hold she, on. I, I don't want you to interrupt anymore. Go ahead. I, I wanted her to. I'm lonely. I'm, you know, I'm, I was married 46 years, and when my wife passed away, and I'm lonely. I need company. So I asked her, you know, you come up and you clean and, and keep me company and cook, then you know you can have the phone. But if you don't, I want the phone back. Well, she cleaned one bathroom and that was it. She cooked one meal, one breakfast and that was it. And then she took off. 
Did you buy her a phone first? No, then... I bought the phone for me. If you can look, I got all the paperwork here on the phone, whose name is on it, and everything right. is on my name. So how does I... she have the phone? Because I told her she does cleaning and cooking for me and keeping right. company. So you bought her the phone and gave it to her first, and then she was going to cook and clean? Yes. Right. Okay. And then... I'm 76 and lonely. I got you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Are you handy with a uh, computer? Yes. Have you thought about uh, a dating service? I've, I joined the Senior Citizens Club. Most, unf unfortunately, most of them are married. And the ones that aren't married don't want to be bothered with men. I went to the town. Oh. Of, uh, <laughs> I, I, I went to the town because they have social services. Nothing panned out there either. You know, so like I say, is I'm. I'm what about a dating service for older people? I was looking at the Art Time. Yeah, Art Time. I've yeah, heard that one. But I haven't, I haven't gotten a response back from them yet. They, the questionnaire is kind of lengthy, and and. You but know, you did, did you complete it? Not yet. I'm working on it. Oh, you didn't even complete it. Just complete it. I think that would be a good idea. It seems like a very efficient way to date. I mean, now all the men I ever dated, I met at a bar. I don't want to but... date. I just want company. All right. Uh, let's talk, Miss Spada. What's going on? Why are you accepting telephones from lonely men? He, that is a lie. Um, he promised me the phone for my birthday. I no, told I him I needed one. He oh, said he was going to get it for me as a birthday gift. When's and that's birthday? what he did. February 26th. The receipt he has is the date of February 26th, which is my birthday. Okay. And Can you, all do of you have a license that mad. shows me the date of your birthday? I don't have nothing on with me, but oh. it's definitely How do we know that it's the day of your birthday then? I got to trust you? Yeah. Oh. It is. He knows it's my birthday. Is that her birthday? I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> he knows it's my birthday. Well, it is my birthday, and then he got mad because I wasn't answering every single call, and he turned the phone off on me. But it was nothing to do with keeping him company. What, it was a birthday what, what, gift. Why were you getting the phone? For a birthday gift, because he's so a friend what? of mine. So what? You don't know. I mean, how is it that... I know him for years. When was he's the a... last time you bought me a telephone for my birthday? Yeah, exactly. Keep thinking. I'm still working so on it. So how is it that you think that he has to buy you just because he's known say you for he had years? To, he offered a six hundred dollar phone. He offered it. There was a string attached, and he, you know oh, it. No, he offered it. You know there was and a string I did, attached. And I did clean for him, and I did cook. Why? For him. Because he's a friend of mine. Oh yeah, did that was the last time you cleaned and cooked for me? You're causing me a lot okay. of trouble. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like there was a little quid pro quo thing going on here, and it's not sex, so it's not illegal. Um, it's, you know, cook for me, clean for me, and listen to me talk. And talk and to I me. And I do. I spend time with him. He's so you friend. don't feel like you should have to give the phone back because you held up your part of the bargain? Yes. Oh, what bargain? <clears throat> I, we're friends. He said that I, it was a birthday gift. Yes, he did. And he actually threw uh, a bunch of my stuff out, put it in the, um, the... The bin in the store clothing store, the clothing bins. He took all my stuff that he said I could keep by his house, and threw it, threw a lot of my stuff. Mr. Carlin, do you have? Um, did you have children? I have one son. And is he? Does he live elsewhere? He lives in Smithtown. Is that close to you? Twenty-seven miles. It's not too far. He's got two beautiful grandchildren. Good. So you have grandchildren? Yes. My, yeah, he's forty-six years old now. Okay. His mother's from. Their mother's from Beijing, and you know how the Chinese are in education. I used to tell them, let the kids be kids, but at four years old, they were beating adults in chess. Wow. They're super smart. Uh, they're way advanced in everything, and I really love those boys, and thank God they love me. That's good. I'm happy for you. You have a much fuller life than a lot of people. 
I tried, like I said, I was married 46 years. My wife was my social, my social life. Um, but when she passed away, it, I did stupid things. I mean, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Welcome back to the People's Court. Harvey Levin here. So, if an old guy gets taken advantage of by a much younger woman, do you have any sympathy for the older guy? Yes. Because? Because I feel like that shouldn't happen. I mean, really? Well, does he not know what he's getting into when if he's like a lot older than her? A little bit, I think so. You have sympathy for him? Mm, maybe. What do you think about the girl? You know, I think she's out to get something from him. Yeah, but are people out to get stuff generally, or is this bad? I mean, this is kind of bad, I guess. Like, he should probably be a little bit better. Why doesn't anybody want to just say what's on their mind? Does anybody <laughs> want to say what's on their mind? Yes, sir. Just one question. Was the guy in a wheelchair? No. Um, okay, that's it. Going inside the courtroom. You have to use your head, and that's, you know, $600 you could have bought your grandkids gifts, and... I buy them everything. I, it doesn't matter. You $600 that you wouldn't have to come to court and embarrass yourself about. Okay. That much you got me, right? Um, based on uh, the defendant's own testimony, I'm finding in favor of the plaintiff in the amount of the $650, okay? But I want you to listen to me. Um, you're, you have a great attitude. You really do. And, um, and it's not over for you. I think that you, you, you are, I'm not going to let you leave here until you join uh, our time. That's, that's how it's going to work. We're going to set you up, and you're going to write me and tell me that you met somebody you enjoy spending time with. That's Good. how it's going to go. So ruled. So the plaintiff gets his $650 back, Ms. Spado. Let me just ask you, are you okay with that with him? Yes, I mean, you, I really you still not. friends with him? Yeah. Okay. You didn't live up to your end of the but bargain, according I, I, to him? It was a birthday gift, though, so it was no bargain, so well, that's not right. Well, the judge doesn't agree. Sorry about that. You must sign a few documents on your way outside that way. All right, Mr. Cardamone. Hey, you're getting $650, and I think you're getting a membership in, <laughs> in, a, in a dating club. Okay. okay, is that all right with you? Doug Llewellyn, right? Hey, congratulations. Yeah, like yes. I say, I watch people's court all the time. Well, that's even better. Congratulations. Were yeah. well, you happy? Uh, I wish this never happened. Yeah. I'd rather have the company. Right. But I'm stuck. Well, the judge is going to help you out. Our yeah. time. That's what you're going to be joining. That's right? why I already, already went online and I started filling out all the right. application. We'll keep in touch with you, see what happens. Okay, thank you. <laughs> that way. Thank right? you for that way. Yes, sir. Harvey? So, I gotta tell you something. This guy was so vibrant, I actually think the win might have given him confidence uh, to go out there and meet people. At least I hope so. And that will do it for this case, litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the plate of Antoinette Rogers. She says she hired the defendant to direct and edit a public service announcement for schools about the dangers of drugs and overdosing. The inept defendant delivered an over-budget, horribly lit, badly shot, subpar, and unprofessional video. And she's here suing him for the return of the $1,800 she paid him. This is the defendant, Edward Payson. He says he did the work he was hired to do and was paid for it. The plaintiff even gave him the thumbs up about posting the video for online distribution. The crazy lady's now slandering his good name. That's not fair. And he's not returning a penny to her. He's accused of flubbing film. All parties, please, you're right here. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff hired the defendant to direct a PSA on uh, the dangers of drugs for students and says that the film was awful, but the defendant says that she gave him a big thumbs up. It is the case of, were you hire something? Thank you, Douglas. Antoinette Rogers, doing business as Networth Productions. You are suing Edward Payson, doing business as an anti-hero production for $1,800 that you want returned to you because you feel that the job he did was not uh, up to snuff. Tell me what's going on. So I hired the defendant to direct and edit a short film PSA for me, and um, I was a producing... A public service announcement public on service what announcement. topic? Um, it basically was about... Um, Underage drinking, the dangers associated with um, peer pressure, um, binge drinking, and um, bullying. Um, it was intended to reach out to college students, high school students, just for awareness. Okay, and, and what possessed you to do that? It's just something that I wanted to do. Um, I originally um, wrote this piece for um, film school, um, and I did it a few years ago as a one-act stage play. So I just decided, um, since I crossed over into production, to film it, do okay. it as a film. And what did you want? Were you was it your intent to be able to sell it to schools or to like what was the was there a business plan behind yes, it? Yes, exactly. Okay. I wanted to market it and sell it to um, colleges and high schools. Okay, so go ahead. So um, I hired Edward. He was supposed to direct and edit originally, but then I became ill. Um, so I wanted to cancel the entire production. It was just too much stress associated with it. So um, Edward agreed to do the production part of it for me so that all I have to do is show up and do my part. I was, um, I was an actress, too. Yes, I um, recognized you. You played the mother, <laughs> right? Did you play the mother? Yes, I did. I played yeah, the mother. I saw the, the film. All right, okay. so go ahead. So um, Edward agreed to... Um, do the producing for me so that all I have to do is show up. So I gave him an additional $1,000 to, you know, take care of the production. And actually, I gave him another 300 so that um, I could be sure the actors were paid um, a small stipend for mileage and food. Um, and basically... Um, so why are we here? Well, we're here because I don't know what he did with my money. Uh, the $1,000, he can't account for any of it. Um, he gave me a bogus invoice with all sorts of charges that I didn't authorize. 
And in addition, he uh, marketed and edited the video on social media. I did not give him permission to do that. That's not what I wanted to do with the film. So I don't know why he did that and why he's billing me for it. Okay. Um, what's going on? Uh, so I was hired to, like she said, first to direct and edit the film. Uh, and two days before the original shoot date, she had told me that she had fell ill and was going to c cancel the project altogether. So basically we came to an agreement where I would then produce the project. Uh, and it was to my understanding, as well as the contract understanding that she signed, that that money was going to me. It was not a budget. Can I see it? Yes. And that you with it are supposed to do what? Produce the whole thing? Which Just, which... just produce the project. Basically make sure the project happens. Um, so basically the film is a, 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 about the social pressures of uh, some college students where other college students are trying to push them to, what's it called, Popular Pete? Popular, Popular Pete, Pete. Okay. Yes. And, and it's about him, you know, I guess standing up to the pressure or how you stand up to the pressure of other people trying to get you to do drugs and alcohol when you're in college and 18 and 19 or whatever, um, 20. Mm. 20 and three quarters. Yes. You can right, pick my right. president. <laughs> you can fight my wars, but don't you dare touch a beer. Instead, let's make sure you binge drink hard alcohol instead of the way college students used to be, where they'd have a few innocuous beers. Right. But don't get me started. So um, when do you first hear that she's not happy with the product? I don't hear this until after she already says that I owe her $1,300, and then that switched to $1,800. Wait, how did you owe her $1,300? Why did she say you owed it to her? Uh, she said I owed her $1,300 because I didn't have receipts for uh, the $1,300, whereas the $1,300 only 300 of that was given to me to be paid for the actors uh, as gas stipends, the actors that uh, weren't professional actors that were doing this for their reels and stuff to okay. get out there. All right, and uh, the other 1,000, is your understanding, goes straight to you yes. for producing it and that you yes. don't have to explain to her what you spent it on because what you spent it on was you. That was your Correct. take. Basically, she asked me on the 27th for uh, receipts, and I was more than happy to do that. And I said, okay, I don't have receipts, but I have invoices because basically everybody get, has to give me an invoice as far as actors-wise. They're not going to give me like a receipt receipt. So before I could send that, in the morning I was given a, uh, like really early in the morning, like 5 a.m., I got a email that was supposed to go to her lawyer but went to me instead and, ba and basically said... I sent it! I sent it! Go ahead. <laughs> but basically Oops. said that uh, she was going to send a demand letter for all the money that wasn't um, accounted for. So. Okay, so, why, so you know, do you guys want to appear in court? No, right? So at some point, you have now a whole little binder full of stuff. Why didn't you just give it to her so she would back off? Because before I even responded to that email, she sent another email threatening to send people to my house in the middle of the night. To, Can I see that email yes. about sending people to your yes. house in the middle of the night? So tell me why, if you have a contract with him that basically says, here's, here's a budget, go nuts, direct, produce, do everything, I'm sick, then why is it that you get to say, well, I don't like what you did give me all my money back? Well, he did Because you, you, you delegated the whole thing to him, basically, well, other than you showing up and playing the mom. Well, yeah, but I didn't tell him to do post-production for me. I'm the distributor. He right. was going to help me with that. What I'm, did you do? You put it on your social media? Uh, I asked her beforehand. I said, can, can I... Can you prove that? that yes, I do. I have emails for that as well. No, I want to see that right sure. now. Because she's, she, that's a big part of what she's upset about. Because she, she intends to sell it. How is she going to sell it if you hand it for free on your social media? 
It wasn't, she didn't do this for the altruistic, I mean, I'm sure that's in it too, but it wasn't her business, she had a business plan for this, not just, oh, don't do drugs. She, wa she had a business plan for this. She wants to be able to market it. Do, oh, do you mind if I post the short for people to watch? Certainly you can post it. I gave him permission to post it like on his Facebook page. I didn't give him permission to market it what makes you think he marketed it? Where did he post it? He said he posted it, well, in his um, invoice. If you take a look at his invoice, he said he marketed it to over 30,000 people on social media. I didn't give what him permission to do that. No, all I said was that I have 3,000 Facebook friends and it was marketed to them. There was no, like, bot marketing. Where did you like post it? Just on my Facebook page. That's it? That's it, yeah. Okay. Well, it was a YouTube link that was posted to my Facebook page, but the YouTube link was... Uh, a non, like one that you couldn't search or anything like that. It was protected. Okay. Well, if you look at his invoice, it says that he paid how much? $400 to market on social media, Instagram? Oh, show me his invoice. Show me where he was trying to justify his fees. Okay. This is the invoice, and it's on here somewhere where he says that he marketed to... Okay. Let me see. I'll find it. Okay. Now, what is this invoice? On March 28th, you send her an invoice amount due $3,315.05? What's that? Yes. So basically, she sent me an email where she challenged, what did you do to deserve? She said, I paid you uh, $1,300 to produce. What did you do to deserve this? So I was like, okay, here's all the stuff that you got, as well as all the stuff I put in for free that you're not being charged for. So that's what it would be. So things that are on there that uh, I didn't charge her for, usually it's separate. If you So what did you do? You sent her a bill for it? No, no, no. It wasn't even a bill. It was just showing, like, this In is what... It's called an invoice. Yeah. It has a number, and it says amount due. What mm. part of that is not a bill? <laughs> and then what you do is, I guess you're insulted, so you start to extra... You know, you start to just pick figures out of the sky, basically, because what... Let's see where you charge poster work. Two designs up to one revision each, $450. What's that? That's two posters, uh, 200 and... Um... Whatever dollars each, that equals up to four. I don't know what you're saying. Two posters that you what? That I had made. Okay, and somebody billed you $450 for posters? Yeah, that's actually a very, very cheap price when it comes to posters. No, I do my own posters. He's a graphic designer. Okay, this is my partner. so where are those posters? I have them here as well. I never seen the posters, never approved the Did posters. Did you ever give her posters? No. I didn't because... Um, this was Everything. all. I was. All this was still in the in the works after she threatened to send people to my house and stuff like that. And so I had let me see your receipt for the posters. Sure. So I can see the date on it. Sure. Promoting film on Instagram to fifteen thousand nine hundred followers and over three thousand Facebook friends. Five hundred dollars. What Instagram? Do you have an Instagram of fifteen thousand nine hundred followers? Yes, I do. Are they all real? Yes. So do these PSAs uh, to scare people about drugs, these things work? Sometimes, yeah. I feel like they do when they do like the, you know, the little recording of the throat and they show tobacco usage. Tobacco, yes, but I'm talking drugs. I mean, I remember when I was in school, they, you, you smoked a joint and you jumped off a cliff. I mean, seriously. I mean, I know the ones for tobacco have helped a lot. They've raised a lot of awareness. But what about drug drugs? So I think that it's potential, like there's potential that it could help, but I think it's pretty unlikely that they'll do much. Fair enough, going inside the courtroom. Apparently you felt the need to, 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 to account for every penny when I think you had it right the first time when you first said, hey, I was given the money, 
I'm going to spend it as I see fit. I'm the producer. I'm the director. I'm doing everything now. She wasn't doing anything anymore. Yes, I wasn't asking her for extra money to cover any of this. This is all me just trying to have the best Why, though? If that's your job. You got hired and you got paid a job to take care of it all. Then you took care of it all. And then, if anything, she's complaining about um, you taking too much care of it all. I don't uh, even want all that stuff. Well, okay, you don't have to have it. Um, but, and I see the permission you give him to put it on his own social media. So, I'm not sure why we're here. Well, I gave him permission to, like, put it on his Facebook page. That's all I didn't he give did. Him... And the Instagram was whose Instagram? My Instagram. I didn't give him permission. It wasn't the video. It wasn't the video either. It was just pictures. The same pictures she had uh, posted on her Facebook, I posted to my Instagram the same day we And then shot. the video is what you put on Facebook? Yes. How many people looked at it? Uh, I think there was like 16 likes on the first one and like maybe eight or nine likes on the second one. Okay. Uh, one of the people to comment was someone who directed like Kevin Spacey saying it was like a good movie and stuff like that. So. Oh, good. Did you yeah. send that comment to her? Mm -mm. I mean, it was right there. She was tagged in the post. So if she looked at it, oh, she okay. could have, yeah. All right. Um, but I, I just, you know, here's the thing. You gave away <laughs> so much license and I see what you were, you're talking in here about receipts and stuff like that. But one of the things you said in your complaint was, look, the way he shot it in this one, the eye level is too low because the guy sits down on the couch and then it's all, you should kind of probably edit that, but it's all wall on top and, um, you know, but these are things that you could have worked out with him because it's really like one second where that happens. And so that could have been edited and perfected. Where, but then everything kind of went to pot and it got kind of defensive. It's like, what did you do to deserve this? Where did my money go? I don't like how the film looks because... And then you name six things that are there. So they're really things that could have been cleaned up in editing that you should have, frankly. Um, you know, but then everything goes in the toilet. So right now, you have the rights to it and you have what you have. From here on in, it's kind of your deal, and he doesn't get to do... You don't want him doing anything else that has right, to do with this. Right, right. so you're on notice right now. You got nothing else to do with this. Wash your hands and move on. And then the question, the only question remaining is, can I look at this contract and say, um, hey, return money because you didn't do what the contract says? And I can't, because the contract is very non-specific. The contract just gives him, here's my budget, do this thing. And then he does the thing, but you don't like how he did it, and you don't have a right to say he breached the contract because I don't like how he did it. You kept no creative control on this thing. Um, you, you gave him carte blanche to do it. He did it to the best of his ability, I guess, you know? I just also wanted to say that uh, in that contract as well, she gave me final cut and final edit of the film. Right. Yeah. It's, all the, it's all at his discretion. He doesn't have to nickel and He's not an employee of yours anymore. He's really the guy who's deciding how the money will be spent. A and he's the guy who doesn't have to justify how the money was spent because you gave him so much control. So uh, I'm finding in this case in favor of the defendant. Good luck, folks. <laughs> so the plaintiff fails to prevail here in the People's Court. Ms. Rogers, let me ask you something. You never did explain, as far as I'm concerned, clearly, what you didn't like about the film itself. Did you watch it, and did it do what you wanted it to? Not really, no. Why not? Um, well, I didn't watch it because it was depressing to watch, and um, he can pretty much tell you. I mean, were the actors bad? Was the story good? No, the acting good? was the good. The story good? was good. The, the directing was not the greatest. Um, you know, I just didn't feel that it was my vision. He wasn't able to bring my vision to life. And um, this what'd you, is. What did you think? Yeah, I thought it was more like an intern type of a project. When she sent it to me, she wanted me to fix it, and I thought it wasn't, couldn't be fixed. 
Beyond repair. Huh? Beyond repair. No kidding. Okay. Yeah. It had well, amateur mistakes. Maybe you've learned something from this Most whole experience. Yes. It was your idea. Maybe That's you should have right. kept control. Absolutely. Too bad you you bailed out in, in That's effect. That's right. You know? All right. Sorry oh, well, about that. Thank you. You're on the hook for it. Okay. <laughs> thank so you. So you don't get your money back. All right. Bye. Here comes Mr. Payson, the defendant. Mr. Payson, how do you think the film worked out? Are you happy with it? Uh, I'm happy with it until, you know, all this well, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean the finished product. I think bottom, so, yeah. Bottom line. Yeah, I mean, if, if there wasn't, like, a deadline or anything like that, I could definitely do, like, a, you know... It could be improved? Yeah, yeah. I, I always... Be better? All my stuff I keep working on for, like, months and months and to the point where someone else has to say, okay, you're, you've done enough. I mean, did she look at it and tell you, this is terrible, man, no, I hate no. it. No, no, she actually said, this is great, it's funny, it's sad, uh, I'd love to send it off to festivals and stuff, then all of a sudden, overnight, well, it changed. All righty. Well, you're off the hook. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. Harvey? Okay, I mean, look, Doug, the key here is that she gave him complete creative control, and when you do that, you don't have a right to complain after the fact. And that will do it for this case, litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Christina Dudzikowski. She says she rented an apartment to the defendant, who told her she was leaving her husband to be on her own, and she signed a one-year lease. Two months later, the woman tells her the apartment's causing her health problems, and she up and moved out. She went to where she knew her husband lived, saw her car there, and figures they got back together. Bottom line, she had the health department inspect the place. It was clean as a whistle, and this defendant owes her big time. She's suing for $1,950 and lost rent. This is the defendant, Lynn. She says she and her son were sick the whole time they lived in the plaintiff's unhealthy place. When she spoke to the realtor and previous tenants, they told her the place was a disaster. She had every right to get herself and her son out of that sick place, and she owes the plaintiff nothing but a good buy and a good riddance. She's accused of running out of a sick house. All parties, please raise your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket. The plaintiff says the defendant left her husband, moved in with her, paid rent, but then bailed. Said it was health problems, but she says, uh-uh, she got back with her husband. The defendant says the place was a disaster. It's the case of my bliss is your miss. Thank you, Douglas. Okay, Ms. Dudzikowski, you are suing Lynn. You best refer to only as Lynn. For $1,950 in rent that you f uh, feel you are owed because she kind of left you hanging on a lease. Tell me what happened. Uh, yes, we signed a lease through agency Century 21st. Uh, was it an apartment? Apartment, yes. Okay, and do you have a copy of the lease? Yes, I May do. May I see it? And she moves in on what day? October 22nd. Okay, and it's going to be for a year and those rest of the days in October. Yes. And she ends up living there how long? Two months. Okay. And then I When got... she moved in, did she tell you why she was looking for a place? Yes. Uh, she was crying and telling me that she separated from her husband and she's been living in shelter with her son where she's not happy and she likes to get place on her own. She feels safer this way. And, uh, and why, when you say safer, did she tell you any reason why she separated from her husband? Uh, because she has too much obligation and he was not responsible with bills and everything. She had to cover everything on her own. All right. So then uh, she moves in and does she complain about anything during the time that she's living there? 
She didn't complain until December 27, when I was with my sick mother in the hospital. I got a phone call. She said, I have to move out of this apartment because I'm sick and my son is sick. And I told her, I have tenants for 12 years. Nobody ever complained, and our apartments are clean, very clean. Uh, we have new carpet and two rooms, fresh painting, brand new floor. Everything was spick and span clean. And then I got a phone call from City Hall that she was complaining about allergies. The apartment where she's occupied. She caused told City Hall that there was mold in the apartment. Mold, yes. So I called the town hall, the inspection was done, and I got the results. And of that, this. that was done when? In January? That was done, there's the date on the inspection okay. sheets. And so, were you able to rent the apartment out again? Yes, April 1st. Okay, and that's why you're suing for January, February, and March? Yes. Because you weren't able to rent it any of those months? No, it's winter time, I find out there's not a lot of people like to move to a new apartment. What's your version of what happened? I didn't want to move out. I was sick for nearly the entire two months that I was there. And I had somebody staying with me over, you know, Christmas time. They also became ill, and that's when I went to the doctor Christmas Eve, spent almost my entire Christmas Eve in a walk-in facility. Um, and the person that stayed with me was also sick, and that's why I decided to finally go. I had chest congestion, respiratory um, congestion, nasal congestion. It was just, I was just miserable. And my son also, who has asthma. Okay. So... Um, they you moved in there when? October 22nd. Okay. And uh, you say you were continuously sick for two months and ten days? Yeah, horrible cough, horrible... Do you have any infection. medical records to prove that? I do. May I see them? Yes. Are you just going to show me December 24? Uh, there was another page when I went back on the 29th. Right. Are you going to show me anything in October or November? No, because... Or the beginning of December? It, it was, you know, it started out as... You a moved cold. on December 31st, you leave, what day do you move out of her place? December 31st. And you moved where? I moved back to where right. I was you before. You went back with your husband. I, my family's all out of state. It's not like we reconciled it, it, I'm or not, anything. I'm not, you went back with your husband. I See, I gotta make to sure go. you didn't just go back with your husband and then you wanna get out of your lease. No. And leases are just for mere mortals. I would rather be there. Right, so <laughs> I have to know that you're not just making up this mold thing. I need to know it's Absolutely. real. I just a pictures. second, I'm talking. So, if she was getting sicker and sicker and sicker after two months, does she have a right to leave and get her money back or, or her security back? Uh, I think so. If it's uh, something that you know is affecting you, you got to do the best for yourself. What if you can't prove what it is that's doing it, but you keep getting sick in the apartment? Um, that's a toughie, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, I, mean, I guess you just try to try to make your best complaint about it. I mean, and see see what happens. We will see what happens going inside the courtroom. So when you tell me I was sick from the minute I moved in there, I'd like to see medical records in October and in the November, the four weeks of November, something to show that you were chronically sick, not just six days before you moved back with your husband. You see what I'm saying? Because that's what you got. What you have is something six days before you move back with your husband. Well, it wasn't that severe at first. It was more just cough. So you have zero nasal. until six days before you move back with your husband, right? You, you honor. Yeah. I have. Let me ask you this, because I do see the, the doctor's uh, report, but the doctor basically just says what you told him. 
She says she feels bad every time she's there, and she feels better when she's gone. That's what the doctor's the report says. It's not some magical thing. Say it again. The original report on the 24th didn't say that, but I can't read the doctor's handwriting, so I don't exactly know what he wrote. Okay, did very... you, let me just ask you this. I, uh, I presume the answer is no, because very few people do this. Did you ever have it tested for mold? The, I asked the health department. They said they only do a visual inspection, that they don't right. do any sort of do sending. Do you have any out. pictures of visual inspection of mold? I do. I, okay, I, I sent I them, them into the evidence. Oh. I also have do them. We have here? Here, hold on, hold on. I got it. Okay. Okay. So what is this? That is underneath the sink. What's that? That is the corner of the shower wall. What and shower? In the bathroom. That and, you used? Yes. And what is that? That is the corner, bottom corner, where the is it faucet, zoomed where in? Yes, where like a lot. Do you, can you? I wasn't that close. I mean, I was maybe. I don't know. How zoomed? Is, I just can't tell what I'm looking at. Do you have it in perspective, like a step There's back? There's more. Yes. Do you have the pictures of that bathroom? Yes, I do. May did. I see it? Were these pictures a close-up of something here? Above that, yes. That, okay. That's there the we view. go. Yes. All right. So that's the edge. What is that? That's the, the bathtub, and this is the wall? Yes. And why is it like that? I don't know. I okay, don't who's know the lady with you? That's my daughter. Okay. Uh, have you ever been in the apartment? Uh, Not so, okay. Okay, so we are talking about this piece right there of the corner of the bath. Now, they come in on what day? The uh, inspectors? Uh, there's a day. January 9th. Yes. And they say everything's okay. Yes. Okay, this is like your, your literally, your the, zoom has to be right. If that's I was this, underneath it. Right, that's of, this, right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, that looks horrifying. It's like, you know, it's going to eat New York City in that picture. But what we're talking about is that tiny little crack on the, on the bathtub. Um, I mean, look, you've got some nice, really close-up pictures of, of, you know, things that look bad, but it's literally this big in the house. I mean, and I, I hear you that, listen, you know, some people may be more sensitive than other people to allergies, and that's fine, but, you know, you, if you have to live in a bubble, you have to live in a bubble. That doesn't mean you can break a lease. And if it's so bad, you have to prove to not have to pay rent and to get out of your lease, you have to prove that the problem is something she's not tending to that the problem is something that can't be remedied and that therefore she is not providing you with a habitable apartment. You literally live there two and a half months, go to one doctor right before you're going back with your husband, go back with your husband and don't even give her a chance to mitigate if there is something to mitigate, which according to the town there isn't. Got she, it? She didn't offer to even What do you mean? Look you got to the 27th, you tell her you're leaving. You know, there's nothing to discuss. You already decided to move back with your husband. You honor. Now, why should she have to pay? I, it, as it turns out, it's winter. Um, what efforts did you make to re-rent the place? I advertise in a Craigslist, and I have a sign. Can you show me the Craigslist? Yes. Did you show it to anybody January, February, March? Uh, well, March you did. Yes, you got it uh, yes, I did, but I got people that the uh, credit score was very poor, and they were just starting a new job. And okay. There was somebody, I don't want to go through this again. No, and I, I don't blame you, but, you know, a landlord has an obligation to mitigate their damages. In other words, uh, you, I, I think it's commendable that you're picky, but also you're supposed to mitigate your damages. So if it takes you three months to find the perfect person... 
Um, I don't know that that's entirely on her. No, I you wasn't know? looking for a perfect person. Somebody who can afford the rent, pay me, and time and matter. And How she... much were you paying in rent? Six fifty a month. Okay, so she did have it listed for the same amount. And I dropped the rent, was listed for six seventy-five. But when she told me her situation, I said, every little bit helps, so I'm going to give you $25 discount. Okay. Well, that'll show you. Right? Yeah, and then okay. she inspect the apartment before she took... Yeah, listen, I'm sure that it's a very nice apartment. I see that the city says there's absolutely nothing wrong. I see her pictures, and she has zoomed in to this degree, okay, of, you know, the little... The, please don't go to my shower, all right? You know, I mean, so these are not things that are not controllable. They're not a reason to breach the lease. And, um, you know, when I see zero record of illness for anyone until four or five days before you're moving back with your husband, I get suspicious. Uh, I'm going to order her to, uh, in, uh, to pay you two months of rent, not three. Um, $1,300 verdict for the plaintiff. Good luck, folks. Thank you. So the plaintiff gets two months' rent, $1,300, not the $1,950 she was seeking. Lynn, let me just ask you, what's your reaction to what the judge decided and how she made that decision? I'm just glad it's over. I'm sure of that. Where are you living now? You're still with your husband? I'm living with him, yes. Is it working out? No, not really. So you're still living with I would have rather been in, in the apartment. Well, you she would. has my security deposit, so it's a little hard to find a place. But Well, I hope things work out for you. Thank you. you. All right, I'm sorry. Thank you very much. Now here comes the plaintiff, Mr. Zakowski. Yes. All right, I, you were seeking almost two thousand dollars. You get thirteen hundred. You okay with that? Uh, yes, I'm fine, but I feel I should get into nineteen because I pay realtor uh, six hundred fifty dollars. Well, for renting. Sorry, <laughs> judge didn't but see it that I, way. I try to help her, and she disappoint me. That's all. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. You two must sign the yep. documents in that way. Harvey, what do you think? So every lease has something called a warranty of habitability, even if it's not written in there. And that means it has to be free of health and safety problems that are significant. And if you can prove a significant health problem, you can win a case like this. Don't text and drive. The People's Court is a Ralph Edwards Stubillet production.